One, one of the things I'm interested in is how, how songs can help people uh, experience themselves in a different way or catch themselves in habits that are no longer productive. And I tampered with the national anthem. I'd like to share that with you. So this is an illegal act which we all share. So we now have a special bond. <laughs> In 2013, Filipino music legend Joey Ayala stood in front of a crowd at a TEDx forum and played the Philippine national anthem like it's never been played before. Strummed in a different meter on Joey's guitar, the national anthem was transformed from formal military march to swaying Filipino kundiman. It was a love song this time, especially when one word in the final line was changed from death to love. Ang magmahal ng dahil sayo, Joey sings. Sa dagat at bundok, sa simoy at sa langit mong bughaw Ang magmahal ng dahil sa'yo, Grupag! With small but crucial changes, Joey Ayala turned the national anthem, literally the most patriotic song a Filipino can sing, into something even more Pinoy. In that TEDx talk, Joey showed how music plays a huge role in national identity and in patriotic sentiment. It always has. In the 1970s, at the height of the Marcos dictatorship, many artists risked their lives to write songs that overtly spoke out against injustice and declared love for country. Like Asin's Himig ng Pag-ibig or Buklod's Tatsulok. The patriotic song Bayan Ko also had something of a revival in the 70s a staple song at countless protests. Pilipinas kong minumutya, it so famously sings. These days though, OPM's muse is no longer the country, but the beloved. Crush, boyfriend, girlfriend, or ex, it's mostly about who got these days. Just take a look at the Tatak Pinoy playlist created by the streaming service Spotify. Of the 50 on the list, there's a smattering of Ben and Ben love songs, including their latest single, Pagtingin, which talks about how a relationship might change after feelings are confessed. There's a song called X by Kalia Lily. The title is pretty self-explanatory. There's Juan Carlos's Earworm Buan, which starts off with... There are songs about undying love, unrequited love, failed love, innocent and not-so-innocent love, but hardly any about love for country. Does this mean OPM today is less patriotic? And is that a bad thing? My name is Amanda Lago, lifestyle and entertainment reporter for Rappler, and I discussed this with Joey Ayala one rainy July morning in his home studio. Joey is himself the writer of songs that many would consider outright patriotic. He writes largely in local languages. He uses indigenous instruments. He sings about social realities like the plight of farmers or post-colonial identity crisis. But Joey doesn't make this kind of music out of an effort to be patriotic. As Joey put it, patriotism requires no effort. It's a default. Wala namang anti-patriotic na kanta eh. Mm. I, I have not heard a, cant, a song that says, hate your country. Mm. Diba? It's, uh, patriotism, I think, is a default 
a default uh, state of mind. You naturally take care of where you live. Mm -hmm. And that's patriotism. You don't even have to be aware of it. It's, it's, so, it's common sense. Uh, it's good for your survival to clean your house. As long as you use your, the elements that, that uh, are found within your country, like the language, the situations, mm -hmm. the emotional content, kahit English pa yan, kung talagang yung emotion niya ay Pinoy na Pinoy. Tapos, mm -hmm. there's such a thing as universal humanity. So even if you're expressing universal humanity, something like love, romantic love, mm -hmm. and you're doing it in the Philippine context, you could say that's OPM and it's patriotic. So what happens when an artist cleans his house, so to speak? By Joey's account, something truly magical. He recalls the first time he encountered native Filipino music. Nung mag-grade kami to Mindanao in the 70s, I joined a theater group. Tapos may gumawa ng libreto for a rock opera based on uh, tribal legend. Sa bundok ng Apo ang pamagat. So, in researching to, to compose the music, nag-research ako, kami, nakamit ako ng mga musicians na bagobo. Tinugtugan kami ng gongs, ng kubing, etc. Tauhan ako kasi first exposure ko at uh, galing tumugtog, hindi siya gitara, hindi siya banda. <laughs> totally, hindi ko alam na may ganun sa Pilipinas. So, nayanig ako. I know so much American and European music. I know Indian and African. Pero ito, nandyan lang sa bakuran ko, hindi ko alam. So I felt a responsibility and an affinity. Tapos yung physical impact pa sa akin, yung sound vibration ng gong, saka ng hubing, talagang damang-dama sa bituka. It wasn't just a cerebral thing, but the cells of my body were rejoicing. Oh my God, this is real sound. The way he described it, Something primal, instinctual was awakened in him when he first heard the Bagobos rhythms, and he believes it has to do with genetics. I think musicians, in general, should expand uh, their exposure to include what is near, geographically near. Hindi lang yung nandun sa malayo, kundi ano yung meron sa malapit. Kasi yung ancestors natin, yan din yung exposure. So there is something in that music that is in our genes. Ang genes kasi, ano yan eh, repository of experience yan eh. For example, pagkain. Pagkain ang ninuno mo, pagkinain mo, matutuwa yung ninuno mo na naka-encode sa iyong DNA. So you become healthier. So when you eat right, you're actually feeding your ancestors. In a sense, that's it. So music is like that. Nasa katawan natin yan. So pag nakarinig ka ng music na... Music ng ancestors mo, kunyari may lolo kang Kastila. Pag nakarinig ka ng Spanish music, kahit hindi mo alam, may mangyayari sa katawan mo na may excite ka, ma-attract ka, mag-compose ka, baka yun ang natural na lalabas sa'yo. At some point in our conversation, Joey obliges my request to play the hegalong. The instrument caught my eye the moment I followed Joey barefoot into his home studio. The tall, wooden, two-stringed lute, shaped a bit like a pear and with hair-like fibers sprouting from its tuning pads, stood out amidst the recording equipment and the mixing console and the heavy-duty speakers that seemed built for rock and roll. Joey tunes it for a bit, telling the story of how he learned to play. Yung unang lesson ko nito, panaginip eh. At that time, I had it, it was, nasadabaw ako nun, it was hanging on my wall and I didn't know what to do with it. And then one night, I had a dream. 
isang babae na nakadaming suot na beads, nasayawan niya ako, sawak niya to. Gising ako, ganyan pala yan. And then he jams, leaving the rest of the room, me and two from our production team, in awe. Perhaps this is another benefit to playing native instruments. You're not just speaking to your own ancestors, but the ancestors you share with your fellow Filipinos. It's a language we all seem to understand intrinsically. Asyanong asyanong tunog niya, no? The sound is almost hypnotic, perhaps because it's not something we hear much of on the radio these days. Instead, we get a lot of synth, guitars, instruments not unique to the Philippines. Does this mean contemporary OPM is any less Filipino? I don't think so. And how important is it to be Filipino? It's what is a nation? What is a nationality? It's a, na- a nation is a management unit that exists in the planet, which is s- still too big to manage, to be managed by one person or one committee. So we've broken, we have our own little committees. Atayo, mm. Philippine Committee, that's what we like to call it. Mm. We manage ourselves and then we have, we have created uh, an attachment to what we're managing and we call it a nation, and then we, we attach loyalty, we attach emotions. So. But that's not really what we are. That's, that's one of the ways we look at what we are. It's valid, no? Okay, nation, but nations change, change the name, nations come and go, you can disappear, you can go overnight, mawala ang bansa mo, pwede. Bombahin ka ng kano, wala ka na. Bombahin ka na in chick, wala ka na, di ba? So that's not the essential thing. The essential thing is, you buhay mo, buhay ng tao, you keep on evolving, you work with other people, you live a good life, you help other people live a good life. Anyway, like Joey said, musicians don't need to try so hard to be patriotic. It's inherently patriotic because we're living here. Right. And, and people naturally do what is good for them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's uh, self-interest. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Of course, if you don't work for your own self-interest, eh, wag kang maligo, wag kang kumain, mm-hmm. Self-interest is built into existence. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of life. It's a sign of life and intelligence. I, that's one other, another brainwashing thing we got, na bayan muna bago sarili. There is no bayan pag walang sarili. Mm-hmm. I mean, pakamatay ka na lang, di ba? Mm-hmm. Kaya nga ayoko yung ang mamatay ng dahil sa'yo because it just propagates the idea that death is necessary for life. It is, but you don't die on purpose. In fact, all your energies are headed towards better living. And that's the way it should be. What about when the times call for it, I ask? For instance, what if Filipinos need to band together against a dictator? Is there a need for music to be overtly patriotic then? I think there's a need for music to be honest. Artists, people in general, just... You know, just be who you are. Uh, yung banding together, ano na yan, uh, 
if you if you agree on some abstraction that will unite, then you band together. The way Joey puts it, it's not so much patriotism that OPM needs, but honesty. And if that's the case, then OPM is in the clear. Our love songs are as honest as it gets. That's why they're so painful. But it's not just the love songs either. In July 2019, an artist collective called Sandata released a 12-track rap album that paints a sobering picture of the Philippines under Duterte's drug war. And indeed, the lyrics aren't so much about loving one's country as they are shedding light on a grim reality. In this case, the plight of the drug war's victims. Their stories told not based on imagination or hearsay, but on data, backed by two years' worth of research, which is as honest as music can get. They say OPM is hitting another golden age these days. And it may be a comfort to some knowing that Filipino music isn't any less patriotic than it used to be. Ultimately, Filipino artists are still singing about Filipino experiences. And that makes it patriotic. But really, that's beside the point. As Joey Ayala said, when your music is truthful to your identity, to your creative process, and to the realities of your world, whether it's patriotic or not, doesn't seem to matter. I am Filipino, but I don't go around. Filipino, why should I? <laughs> Is it an accomplishment? Mm -hmm. I didn't invent it. I invented my music. I invent Joey Ayala. Mm -hmm. And even that, I'm not proud of it. I'm just accepting of it. You know, it's, life goes on. May time na papalakpakan ka, but dadaan naman yun eh. Mamamatay ka rin, kukupas din yun eh. It's, the process is more important than, you know, the awards and the titles and the labels and being nationalistic. Because these things are ephemeral. This just pass. Yeah. Yung paggawa, yun yung masarap para sa akin. This is Amanda Lago. Listen to more Rappler podcasts on Spotify or SoundCloud.